thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. The Real Food Real is a fresh and educational podcast dedicated to your health. We get real on current research, debunk food myths, and educate you on how to just eat real food. Your host, Steph Lowe, the natural nutritionist, is one of Australia's leading sports nutritionists, passionate about simplifying nutrition and addicted to coconut lattes, smoothies, and sweet potato. If you love the show, then please leave us a review on iTunes. Share the real food reel with your friends and continue to spread the real food love. Hi team and welcome to another episode of The Real Food Reel. In today's show, I introduce you to Lee Holmes from Supercharged Food. Lee is a certified holistic health and wellness coach and a qualified whole food chef. She has a certificate in food and nutrition and specializes in delicious anti-inflammatory, gluten, wheat, dairy, yeast and sugar-free healing recipes. Lee has an incredible personal health journey and I'm excited to share this with you today. Welcome to the show, Lee. Hi, how are you, Steph? Really well. Thanks so much for coming on. Oh, I'm so excited to be on your show. Excellent. Now, let's start with you sharing us your story. Yeah, well, I guess it started about five or six years ago now. I was working at the ABC. I worked in the kids' music department, and I worked with the Wiggles and the Bananas in Pajamas and a whole lot of kids' bands, and I was creating CDs and and DVDs and working with TV. It was really, really fun. It was quite a busy job, actually. And then one day, I'd been working there for about seven years, and then one day I woke up and I literally couldn't get out of bed. I felt like I I was so stiff and sore and arthritic but I just actually couldn't move I felt like I had chronic fatigue and from there I guess um, it was a long sort of trajectory through different practitioners doctors specialists and I went into hospital and I stayed in hospital for about three months actually and I had all these different tests and I went from needle to needle and scan to scan and eventually I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease and fibromyalgia which is sort of um, an arthritic type condition that affects your um tissues and muscles and it's it's very similar to arthritis but it's gut related I think it's gut related because I kind of went on a journey of looking at food as medicine and I took out a few ingredients from my diet I took out gluten wheat yeast and sugar and I sort of limited dairy as well and I found that I'd been given a concoction of different drugs immunosuppressants steroids anti-inflammatory so many different drugs and I didn't know what was working and what was not, and the drugs actually made me feel worse. So I tapered the drugs off and, and slowly got off, off the drugs that they were giving me and altered my diet, and I started to feel better for the first time in a long time. I remember looking back thinking one day when I got up and went outside and walked to the bus stop, it was just the biggest moment in my life that I could actually go outside and, and walk down to the bus stop, um, so that was great. And so I, I kind of um, looked into food and I was, became really interested in cooking and I'd previously studied food and nutrition and went to nutrition school and cooking school as well. And so I sort of had myself as my own personal science experiment and I went and I travelled overseas once I started to feel better and I discovered lots of herbs and spices and I started concocting a whole bunch of different recipes. And from there I used a lot of fresh ingredients and lots of herbs and spices and a lot of people were interested, a lot of my friends, in the recipes, so I put up a blog because back then, about five or six years ago, people were starting to really get into blogging, so I started my blog, Supercharged Food, and 
um, put my recipes up there and then from there they became really, really popular and then I just started to share more and more recipes and, and that's kind of how it started and that was, yeah, my story in a nutshell. <laughs> it's an incredible journey. I think the the food as medicine path that you went down is absolutely amazing because not everyone has that same approach. Did you have a light bulb moment that made you switch from, say, the traditional route to actually changing what you ate? Yeah, I did actually, and I remember I remember lying in my hospital bed and I was just looking at the ceiling just thinking, I've got nothing to lose because the drugs are making me feel worse. They had so many side effects. I have nothing to lose. I still feel terrible. I may as well try a different route and just see and, and give it a go, and I was really glad that I did actually. Not that I'm against modern medicine at all because I think that there's a lot of life-saving medication. Just for me, it felt... Um, to take the natural route um, helped me as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so you released your first book, Supercharged Food. Can you share with us, I guess, a summary of why you, you released this book and perhaps link that in with your journey? Yeah, so in my first book, it's actually quite a strict book. Um, and as I was in the beginning, I was trialing and erroring a lot of different foods and, and obviously all of the recipes in that book had no gluten, wheat, dairy, yeast or sugar because I really honed in on my diet and tried to simplify it as much as possible to see which foods I was reacting to. And as I said, because I studied food and nutrition, I was really interested in the curative value of these different foods that I was um, putting into my diet and um, the recipes that I was making. And I started to think about the whole concept of supercharged foods and I guess for me the key was to give my body and digestive system a rest in the beginning. So I ate limited just fresh foods and cooked foods because raw foods really affected my gut. Um, so I did that and I did it really simply. And from there, once I gave my immune system and body a chance to heal and my gut a chance to heal, I started incorporating more supercharged foods and they're just foods that I think for me, have a lot of nutrients in them. So lots of greens and green leafy veg and, you know, iron-rich vegetables and those kinds of foods. And when I talk about supercharged food and superfoods, I don't mean, you know, you know all those new superfoods that you can't even pronounce in <laughs> South America and you have to trek to the wilds of the Congo to find them. I'm talking about those. I'm just talking about everyday foods, you know, everyday foods from your local supermarket. And the recipes in supercharged food are the ones where I started my healing sort of um, pathway. And, yeah, so they're all of the recipes that I put together in that book. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. love supercharged food. It's one of my favorite <laughs> cookbooks. Thank you. Beautiful. And so were the recipes that you were sharing with, say, your friends on the blog, is that what was Supercharged Food was created from? Yeah, yeah, it was actually. So what I did was I put everything up on the blog and then I, I started a newsletter. I remember my first person signing up to my newsletter. I was so excited to have <laughs> someone sign up to my newsletter. And from there I just continued to sort of grow my newsletter and I'd already, I'd sort of previously at ABC worked in uh, marketing and branding and sort of publicity and online marketing and so I wanted to have an online presence which was really important to me so I could reach as many people as possible. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I did it and I grew, I guess the book stemmed from the website as well because um, lots more people were looking at the recipes and sharing them and then I put a pitch together because I was used to writing pictures at ABC for TV shows or books or music albums so 
I put a pitch together and I sent that out to different publishers. And luckily for me, I had um, a number of publishers wanting to publish the first book. So that was good. <laughs> Beautiful. And so that was obviously the catalyst for you. And I guess, well, from, from my view, as I've been following you along, it, it definitely seemed like it was what started your journey. Is that is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I would say. Do you mean the books or the website? Oh, just with, I guess, building your profile and, and obviously now you've got thousands of followers and a, a lot of other books and programs that we'll dive into in our chat today. But just getting that, that catalyst to um, yeah get your profile and obviously your, your branding out there. Yeah, it was definitely that. And I think Facebook back then was really popular, more popular. I, think. I know it's very popular now, but it was more accessible because more people were seeing your posts and now it's changing a bit and, you know, it's very sales kind of orientated. Whereas back then there was a lot of chat and I would meet lots of people and talk to lots of people in the newsletter. So Facebook was kind of the thing that I honed in on. Now I love Instagram. I love Instagram because um, I love the visual sort of element of it as well. And, yeah, I love that one. But, yeah, it was definitely sort of the online marketing side of things that kicked off getting the book deal and, get, and reaching more people. Yeah, beautiful. And so what have you been doing since then? You've had a couple of other books. Can you share those with us? Yeah, so after that I wrote a book called Supercharged Food for Kids cause, and that was an e-book that I wrote because because I was working at ABC Kids and I've got, I'm a mum myself, I was really into kids' nutrition and I pitched that to my publisher but they just they didn't want to go with sort of that audience and just alienate other people who weren't parents and so I thought, how am I going to do this? And I thought, I'll do an e-book and see how it goes. And it just went so well, the e-book. Because there are so many parents out there with, with kids that really kind of need a book with healthy, easy recipes to make. Because it's really hard, obviously, you know, as a parent, trying to find healthy recipes and ones that are really easy to make with limited ingredients. Because a lot of them are complicated and take forever. And you've got busy parents, you know, a lot of them working full time. So that's kind of, yeah my um my vision for that book yeah beautiful it's got some fantastic ideas in there and I love how you say minimal ingredients I think that's really important particularly for people that are perhaps starting their real food revolution or their health journey it's a really great way for them to get involved without it being certainly overwhelming yeah, and, and when it's overwhelming and too hard, it, it just you feel like just giving up altogether. So in, in my books and on the recipes on the blog, I try and make them easy and and just um, for people to have a balanced approach to wellness and just to maybe do one thing a day, um, whether that be just have a juice in the morning, a green juice or something, or just add an ingredient, a new ingredient to their diet so it's not overwhelming and too hard. Yeah, they're fantastic ideas. Now, before we dive into your most recent project, Mm -hmm. you have one other book, Eat Yourself Beautiful. Can you share with us a little bit about that and just how it differs from the original Supercharged Food? Yeah, sure. Um, So Eat Yourself Beautiful um, was my second printed book, but in between that I did a Heal Your Gut e-book as well. um, Yeah, so um, the Supercharged Food, Eat Yourself Beautiful book, with my own sort of personal health um, path, I started to, after I um, was eating a lot of more supercharged foods, I realized that my condition, especially the fibromyalgia part of it, was um, due to inflammation. And so I started to eat more of an anti-inflammatory diet. So eat yourself beautiful. I noticed also as I was 
delving more into anti-inflammatory ingredients that I started to I lost a lot of weight when I was sick. I lost about 15 kilos in a month. I went down I was went down to about 40 kilos. It was awful. Um, but I noticed that when I was eating anti-inflammatory foods that I started to look better. I started to put a bit of weight back on um, and my hair started to get um, thicker. My skin was um, looking healthier. My eyes were clear. And so that's why I wrote Eat Yourself Beautiful because it was a, I wanted to put together all of my sort of aging successfully, I like to call them, not anti-aging, recipes um, that are delicious and ones that you can eat and really feel the benefits internally and externally as well. Yeah, I love the concept because, I mean, my audience is comprised of a lot of athletes and hopefully everyone knows the importance of an anti-inflammatory diet. So it's obviously fantastic for aging well, but certainly from a, you know, from a performance and recovery point of view. Yeah, absolutely. I would definitely say that. And um, also just the anti-inflammatory diet that I sort of eat as well is it really starts to repair your body and you become a lot less inflamed in your body. And it's it gives you a good amount of nutrients to fuel your body. And I can imagine for endurance athletes, they need as much energy and vitality you know, as possible. Um, and a natural diet and a very holistic diet. But also I wanted to mention that as well as an easily digestible whole foods, anti-inflammatory diet, I think there is a big holistic component to it too. And a lot of endurance athletes would be, I don't know, I'm not trying to generalize, but A-type personalities, really, really hardcore, really, really full-on dedicated people and that's a big part of health as well, to look at the health in a broader sense and not overload your body with too much stress and too much pressure as well. Yes, that is certainly a very relevant point. So thank you for sharing. (laughs) Now, you mentioned Heal Your Gut briefly and I wanted to discuss this project with you because from my point of view, there's been a fantastic response. So I'd love to hear more from you about Heal Your Gut and then, you know, we'll chat a little bit more about why this is relevant for endurance athletes as well. Yeah, so Heal Your Gut, first of all, was an e-book and then it was really, really popular on the website. So I turned it into a four-week program online and I did that because there were still more questions that people wanted to ask and they also wanted to sort of have a group together to um, do the four-week program together and, and sort of bounce off each other and have that support, community support. Um, and the reason that I wanted to do the program was firstly it was my gut was the first sort of point that I looked at to look at autoimmune and uh, inflammatory disorders. And there's so many of them, you know, from celiacs to leaky gut to diabetes, um, neurological disorders, thyroid the gut really is connected to a lot of different conditions and a lot of different body systems. And I think that a lot of our health issues stem from the gut. And a lot of current research is actually pointing to that as well. Um, So as I mentioned before, I guess restoring my inner health and my digestive system and avoiding the foods that irritated me really, really, really helped me. And then I could start assimilating more nutrients again and properly nourishing my body and healing it. And I think that's for athletes, they really need to get all of those nutrients into their body. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, so I guess for the program, when I did it myself, I guess this is kind of everything that I did put into all one area. 
um, when I was healing myself. And I actually ate pretty much an elemental diet in the very beginning. And I had lots of smoothies and soups and broths and mashes and really easy-to-digest easy foods. It still, still left me satiated, but um, it was just, yeah, very easy on my body. And it was amazing how after just a few weeks I started to just feel that sense of wellness and more energy because my tummy wasn't busy trying to process foods. Yeah, so um, I know, and there's a lot of different different diets out there, don't you think? A lot of different bad diets and trends. And I think the best thing for people to do is just listen to their own voice and listen to their inner voice and and their body and what it's telling them. Yeah, absolutely. There are a lot of fads, I think. But certainly from a, a foundational point of view, healing your gut is, is the place to start. I mean, without that, you certainly can't get the maximum nutrient density or absorption. Yeah. So it's That's so wonderful it. that you felt, you know, you felt the effects almost immediately because it is such an important step. Yeah, I do. And, and even now I do my program myself like once every few months just to reset my body because I don't have a fully restricted diet anymore. I just did that when I was, um, you know, healing myself. I follow the 80-20 rule now, so I eat well 80% of the time and then 20% of the time I kind of indulge in whatever I want to because I think that's a healthy sort of mindset to do too with your diet. Um, yeah, so that's pretty interesting too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. I think it comes back to the stress conversation you touched on earlier. And yeah. I was actually, you know, having some conversations last week on on my blog and, and social media. And it's, it's really important because we can't turn food into another stressor. Yeah. That's in, inflammation in itself. Yeah, and also, you know, things stresses like if you're sleep deprived or you hate your job or you argue with your partner or you overload your body with toxins and chemicals. Um, it actually affects your gut health as well. So it, it goes in the other direction as well. It's not just eating that affects your gut. It's also the stress that affects your gut because 70 to 80% of serotonin is manufactured in your gut. Mm -hmm. So it actually affects your moods. It can affect, you know, the way you feel, anxiety or stress. It's, it's amazing actually. It is, and uh, you mentioned some of the, the research that's coming out, which is fantastic to see, and there's even more that's popped up in the last week around the link between gut health and depression and anxiety, and it makes a lot of sense when we do think about the serotonin production and, and the relationship to gut health, which is obviously our second brain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's a fantastic program, so we'll put everything in the show notes so you guys can check it out. And so let's change direction just slightly, although I'm sure it'll, there'll be um, nice, some nice links here. What's your number one piece of nutrition advice? What would you give to, say, a client or to someone that you meet on the street? I think um, going back to what I was saying before about um, having balance with your nutrition, listening to your inner voice, connecting with what your body actually needs and not believing the hype is probably my number one piece of nutrition advice. Yeah, I love that. That's excellent. <laughs> and can you share with us what a day on your plate looks like so we can find out a little bit more about you? Yes, absolutely. You might laugh at what I eat, though, because I'm, I'm obsessed with sardines, so <laughs> I'm always talking about sardines. So in the morning, I'll get up and I'll have, um, sometimes I'll have a hot water and lemon, or sometimes I'll have a dandy tea or some kind of um, herbal tea, and then I'll have some porridge. Um, it could be buckwheat porridge, could actually be oat porridge, some kind of porridge, or, or maybe I'll have a smoothie, 
Or I might have scrambled eggs on. I've got a really nice recipe for spinach bread, so I might have some scrambled eggs on spinach bread. So I mix it up a bit. And then for lunch, I generally have a soup and sardines on toast. Like I've got a chia and flaxseed loaf recipe that's quite yummy, and I might have some sardines on that, or ha- or have some sardines and green veg. Um, and then for dinner, I normally have. I eat meat, so I'll have something slow cooked, perhaps like a. Slow cooked lamb, or I might have some salmon and green beans, or I like Japanese as well, so I, I eat Japanese. Um, yeah, so I really, I really mix it up a lot. Yeah, it sounds beautiful, but at the same time, really simple and wholesome, which is yeah. exactly what we need. Yeah, very simple. My diet is really, really simple. <laughs> Nothing complicated, and just I, I've been into slow cooking lately because I it's really easy. You know, put it on in the morning. Eight hours later, you've got a beautiful slow cooked meal. Oh, absolutely. There's no there's no time limitations there. I think it's great to to also cook extra for for the week, particularly when we know that the the challenge with eating healthy can be that that preparation or the busyness that we have in our day to day life. Absolutely. Yeah. So what's next? What have you got on the cards for 2015, Lee? Oh, so um, well, I just actually signed a book deal for another two books, which wow. is really, really exciting. Um, one of them, the first book is I've been fasting two days a week during the five-two diet, the fast diet, and I find that really good because it really does reset your digestive system and give your digestive system rest. So I'm going to do a healthy fasting book because <laughs> a lot of the recipe books I've seen for fasting recipes are not that healthy. A lot of low calorie, like low carb low you know calorie stuff with artificial sweeteners in them so um i'm going to do a healthy fasting recipe book and then the next book after that i'm going to do is all about nourishing your body with beautiful recipes but also nourishing your mind as well and um, i'm a yoga teacher so it's going to have a, a, a yoga element to it as well and then in next month i'm going to the uk to i've got a book that's out at the moment called it's a vegetarian book actually even though i'm a flexitarian and um, so I'm going over to the UK to promote that, um, my vegetarian book, which is called Eat Clean, Green and Vegetarian. Um, and I guess I, that, I wrote that book because um, it was kind of one that was missing off my bookshelf and I get a lot of flack from vegetarians because I'm not a vegetarian myself, although I do eat a very high uh, plant-based diet. And, but I found that iron in, in, in meat um, once or twice a week really helped with my iron levels. So that's why I do eat meat and I do enjoy it. Um, yeah, so there's about 120 recipes in that vegetarian book and I'm going to be promoting that. Um, what else am I doing? That sounds like a lot. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm having my second Heal Your Gut program in February. That starts in February as oh, well. Oh, so. very good. Oh, yeah, and also writing the other two books, which will take some time. Yeah. <laughs> and testing recipes in my kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure your food prep's um, well taken care of when you're in the midst of writing. <laughs> Lovely. That's all excellent information so that we can learn more about you and so that our listeners can check out your new projects and programs. Can you direct us to your blog and social media, please? Yeah, sure. So my blog is superchargedfood.com and on Facebook you'll find me under Supercharged Food and on Twitter I, you can follow me as um, Lee Supercharged Beautiful. and on Instagram I'm Lee Supercharged as well and I have a YouTube channel which is Lee Home 67 year of my birth 
<laughs> Lovely. So we'll link everything in the show notes so we can keep track of your progress. Thanks so much for sharing your knowledge, sharing your story and coming on The Real Food Real. Thanks, Steph. Thanks so much for having me. Pleasure. Let's speak soon. Hi, it's Damien Christoph here. 2015 marks perhaps the most important event the Wellness Couch has ever conducted. We've had two sold-out wellness summits these last years, but honestly, nothing will come close to our first ever wellness breakthrough. Your favorite Wellness Couch experts, the Up For A Chat girls, Quirky Cooking's Joe Whitten, Stu Hayes, Marcus Pierce, and of course the Wellness Guys are all gathering in Dandong Ranges for three days and two nights for one incredible event. If you want possibly the greatest peer group in health and wellness to help you catapult your life to the next level, then we'd love to see you at the Wellness Breakthrough in February. For more information, go to www.thewellnesscouch.com. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.